Previously on the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. That's what passed the CBA because I do think the egos of the players, some of them, were saying, no, we're going to stand, we'll get a better deal, we'll get a better deal. Mm-hmm. You, you will not get a better deal than this. I promise you this is the best deal that was out there. There's things in there. The training camp, I think there's only five days of pads for training camp. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, and so I, I think, and you're going to get 47% of the cap this year, and it's going to escalate higher, 48%, 48.5%, or whatever it's going to be. This is the best deal you can get. Well, yes, it is. Best deal you can get. And the players got it. And now, boy, the money's rolling in, in, brother. Man. Look at the money rolling in. Timing is everything. Ooh-wee. Wow. They are spending it in Cleveland, that's for sure. And uh, maybe they should be spending it on a former Buckeye. We'll talk about all that today here on a Wednesday edition of the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Uh, we are what? live on Facebook on the Spielman and Hooley Good morning, Facebook everybody. page. Good morning, everybody. All you know way. what? I was thinking about this driving out here. Yeah. In, or very early in the morning to yeah. the hinterlands. To the hinterlands. Uh, social distancing happens naturally when you come out to Hooley Manor because there's nothing out here. There's absolutely nothing. This is, might be the safest place in America right now. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm dead serious when I'm driving out of here. But anyway, I was thinking that if I were a player and was able to cash in on a CBA like these guys are able to cash in, saying that I was at the level that I was, I promise you, I wouldn't be sitting here in some good dude's basement in Blaine City, right. Ohio. If you were Case Keenum getting a guaranteed $10 million over three How years. Case? Austin Hooper, guaranteed 23 over four. Jack Conklin, a guaranteed... 30 over three, and those are just the Cleveland Browns. We haven't even gotten to Tom Brady yet or Teddy Bridgewater or anybody else because we have some, you know, some uh, housekeeping to do here. Okay. First of all, I did housekeeping last night. You noticed you a different yeah. setup for the yeah. podcast? I like it. Because we are observing, if you're watching us on Facebook Live or later on on YouTube, social distancing, Spiels and I are further apart than we typically are. Yeah. I don't know if we're quite six feet, but if we're going to video Arms the podcast length. and do it, yeah. you know, we are farther apart than we typically Fine. are. Fine. So okay. that's a good thing. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Uh, how's the uh, Nicaraguan blend, Mr. Uh, Spielman? Awesome. Had it, had it today. Had have about four cups a day. In fact, by the way, they need to send more if that's possible. Andy, you hear, you hear and Mr. Andy, Spielman? Andy, I need some T-shirts because mine was immediately confiscated. Anybody with teenage girls or yeah, college-age girls in your house, it's impossible for the man to keep an extra-large T-shirt I, because uh, apparently they assume ownership of it, and all of a sudden it's their pajamas. So, actually, <laughs> I need seven. No, I we're need not s- doing that. To- I'll buy them. All right. You will? Okay. Well, oh, wait wait yeah. a second. Yeah. Now, wait a second. Yeah. I'm sitting here. Yeah, in the basement. In the basement. Yeah. Plugging a coffee. Yeah. And it deserves to plug. Yes. He's gotten some orders off of it. Yeah. I Thank you, by the way, podcasters. And, and I want to advertise with his T-shirts, and you're going to ask me to buy it to no, advertise I'm not for him? Ask. I'm just saying I don't want to put too much burden on, you know, you their me? bottom line. It's expensive importing coffee from Nicaragua. I'm, I'm and, not asking for – all right. All right. We'll see what we can do. They're very good to us, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters, and the word good, as you can see, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Online, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Imported coffee from Nicaragua and Thailand. They buy it direct from the grower. It's phenomenal coffee. Mr. Spielman can attest. You're you're a coffee. They're not a connoisseur, but you don't oh, drink bad. You don't drink bad coffee. No, no, I don't. Are you a connoisseur? I don't drink bad liquor. I don't drink bad yeah. wine, and I don't drink bad coffee. And you drink the coffee. You're not drinking the stuff you put in the coffee. You're I drinking drink black. black coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you like we, it because it has got, no? You say the other day it has no aftertaste. It's it's, it's smooth. I guess is the best okay. way. Sometimes yeah. coffee at the end will have a bitter. Yeah. Type, but not, I didn't even know if I did that right. But yeah. So all right, Excellent. and I'll I, I'll touch base with them this yeah, week. This week. Thanks. So order online. Use the promo code all caps all caps all caps all caps. We tackle life and get fifteen percent off. I think they're getting a pretty good deal that we're. T-shirts is not, okay. not overly. I'll it's talk. Not, I, will, I will make contact with them today to see if we. You want to give me I've been sizes? In tougher negotiations, just extra large across the board. Extra large across the board. All right, we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's start with uh, the NFL. It is uh, it's business as usual in the NFL. It's not anywhere else in sports, but it's business as usual in the NFL. Right decision, wrong decision. Business as usual. Oh, Philip Rivers getting twenty five million dollars to go to. Indy, this is a bad look because, you know, everybody else's life is impacted. How do you feel on that? Uh, I think I, I like the fact that it's business as usual. It gives something for people to take their mind off because of technology. And the good thing about technology is that they're able to carry on business as usual. Uh, I don't think everybody's world should stop. I know that people are being impacted, and it's incumbent upon each individual mm-hmm to relieve some of the impact on those that we know and those that we love, which we're going to try to do here on, on the We Tackle Life uh, podcast Absolutely. and Facebook Live. But the, the whole world doesn't need to stop. I mean, if you need to do something, do something. As long as you're doing it responsibly, see social distancing, see wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, you know, it, to take action, which many people in the NFL, many players – uh, I'm sure owners have have taken action by supporting their employees in their time of need. Mm-hmm. The world doesn't stop, and th- stop waiting for somebody to help somebody. You, if you're able and capable, step up and help somebody. And one way the NFL is helping people, at least from what I'm reading and I'm feeling, I, for one, welcome on Twitter NFL News. Following the draft, or following what's going to happen with the draft, following free agency, following the trades, Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots, Mm -hmm. which we talked about with Tampa Bay and why he's going there, because Bruce Arians likes veteran quarterbacks. He couldn't stand Jameis Winston because Jameis threw all the interceptions. Jameis hasn't changed. Bruce said, I gave you a year. It's not enough. Bruce Arians is not afraid to pull the trigger. Jameis will end up somewhere starting, whether that's the Chargers or whether it's the Patriots. And my question is, the next move, the next quarterback to fall, the next most valuable quarterback to fall, uh, in my opinion, is Andy Dalton. Yeah. And I think Andy Dalton might end up in New England. Wow. Uh, uh, we'll talk about the Brady thing momentarily. I want to just add to your opinion that I think it is refreshing to have some degree of normalcy in the sports world. This is the kind of sports business that be, can be conducted safely and within the parameters the of the COVID-19 precautions. And uh, you're just looking for reasons to be upset if you're like, well, that, that's a bad look. He we got a lot that. of money there. I've heard that. Oh, it's yeah. a bad look for the NFL. In fact, Peter King, Monday morning quarterback, one of the NFL GMs or owners told him that. So uh, I, I disagree. I think we are looking. Sports has always been a distraction, a healthy distraction amid crisis, yeah. whether it's World War II, whether it's 9-11, whatever it is. I think it's a healthy distraction right now. It was nice yesterday to be like, Hey, uh, you know, get your mind off of that. Yeah. And sometimes you need somebody to stimulate you with something to get your mind off exactly. of all that. And so I thought it was good. And boy, it was a chock full of news day. It was a lot great. Of stuff I going loved it. On. Um, I loved it. 
Let me just say, uh, I don't know about Matt Rule and his quarterback at Carolina. You know I've never been a believer in Teddy Bridgewater. You know Teddy well from uh, Vikings days and then the devastating knee injury, and he played well for the New Orleans Saints. But the Panthers don't have the weapons. Well, they have Christian McCaffrey, but they don't have the multiplicity of weapons right. the Saints have. I don't know if I'd want to be a new coach, Matt Rule, casting my lot with Teddy Bridgewater, but I'll say this. I, don't want to, I wouldn't want to cast my lot with Cam Newton either. Well, I mean, yeah, out of your choices, yeah. right? I think you look at it, and by quarterback and how you evaluate is, okay, is the guy trending up or is he trending down? And to use the kids' terms, yeah. tre- and what's trending, and Teddy Bridgewater is trending up. Teddy Bridgewater is one of the most remarkable stories in sports that we never hear about it. I mean, we heard about it a little bit. He almost lost his leg. They almost had yeah. to amputate his leg. That's crazy. And the pers- uh, per- perseverance that Teddy has shown. And every time he gets an opportunity, you might not like the way he throws the ball. I don't. He doesn't dazzle you with numbers. But you know what you see when you look up? He wins. He wins games. And he's a leader. Mm-hmm. And he's smart. And he's productive. He, uh, he, he makes good decisions. He's not going to dazzle you. He's not going to overwhelm you with his gigantic arm. What he's going to do is make sound decisions, be smart, and be efficient. And he wins more than he loses. And I don't know if you can say that about Cam Newton at this point which, in his career. Which do you like better? Teddy Bridgewater to the Panthers or Phillip Rivers to the Colts? I like Bridgewater to the Panthers. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I, I Phillip Rivers... Is 37 or 38 years yeah, old. There. And I watched him play a couple times last year. I did one Charger game, but mm-hmm. I watched a few because of my preparation and scouting the Chargers. I I watched him play, and he, he's, you know, he's going down. Yeah. And he's making poor decisions. I think he had or might have close to having his career year in interceptions last year. At least it seemed like it when I was watching the games. Uh, I, I like Phillip Rivers. I think he is very, very close to a Hall of Famer. But I'd rather have Tom Brady than Phillip Rivers, to be honest with you. Uh, Greg and, Miller uh, joins us on Facebook. He says, good morning, guys. Teacher getting ready for day one of remote learning here. Good. How's the remote learning working in the Spielman household? We have not uh, kicked that in in the Hooley household yet. I think Jonathan Alder schools are starting that today or in the next day or two. I, I, th- I heard a couple things. I think uh, uh, they all start on Monday. I know that we'll have two that are doing remote learning from Ohio U. We have one doing remote learning from Bowling Green. And my youngest, Audrey, is still in Florida. When she gets home, she'll be doing remote uh, learning for Upper Arlington High School. My daughter, Maddie, big shout-out, Matt. Happy 26th birthday, Whoa, sweetheart. Matt. All right. I uh, I love you, and I'm proud of you. She was over at the house, and she works at the James Development offer, uh, Office as far as uh, raising money for all different types of cancer funds, mm-hmm. not only our own. And she was at home on conference calls yesterday. And so uh, everybody seems to be getting along. I have great uh, confidence in our ability to adjust. And I think it takes a while, but I think people do adjust to the social learning uh, part of it. And that's why... I am grateful for technology, although it can spread all kind of misinformation. It can also spread great information, either via gospel, either via uh, learning for school, and for the NFL to help, because we are an NFL country, all sports fans are, to help us 
Hey, let's take a break from the doom and gloom for about mm-hmm. 10 minutes here and check out what our favorite team is doing. And by the way, the money's the money. It's all relative. And my point is, if this coronavirus didn't hit and if there weren't people actually going through a difficult time, nobody would have mentioned the money. The other cool thing is, and um, normally I'm against this, but I think it's, a, it's an emerg- national emergency, right? And I think it will be helpful and beneficial is that right now working its way through Congress is that uh, uh, $850 billion stimulus uh, it's to help the, uh, from what I heard on the news, to help uh, some of the industries that are being impacted, but also to help each individual. Well, they'll get a thousand bucks, and so I think everybody's doing everything that they can to try to alleviate some of the issues that are going to come up. Okay, yeah. speaking of money, uh, and with the Facebook Live cut out, we're new at this. Uh, I don't know. I got a text on my phone. Does that mean it cuts out my Facebook Live? Um, Somebody uh, let us know via the Twitter page at We Tackle. You can follow us on Twitter at WeTackle. It stopped working. I just got that text. Okay, well, too. we got it cr- cranked up again. So it's The live video is ended. Maybe you have to do it like every three minutes or five No, no, minutes. it's supposed to go. The other day we went like 45. And, okay. And, but I, I've been told the sweet spot for the Facebook live videos is 20 minutes. Okay. People can consume it in 20-minute segments. So we'll see if we do 20 here and see where we uh, end up. So follow us on Twitter at WeTackle. Follow us on Instagram. Everything's Spielman and Hooley. Search it. Uh, Spielman and Hooley Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, you can email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. You need to remember that address because, as Chris was talking about people helping people in this time, we are on Friday going to draw four names, draw four names, so everybody has an equal chance, and every person whose name we draw will win $100, and hopefully the people whose names we are putting into the hat are people either who have nominated themselves or people you have nominated. That's what we right. really like to have is you nominate someone you know who has been impacted by COVID-19 precautions. I was thinking yesterday morning of Jackie. Jackie is my waitress at Abner's in Hilliard. I have had breakfast with four friends every Tuesday, 7.30 a.m., Godly men, we uh, meet, we talk, we pray, we strengthen each other. And Jackie, you know, she knows everybody's usual. She knows what we don't even have to order. That's we great. don't even look at menus. She's on top of everything. Nobody's coffee's ever empty. My hot chocolate's never empty. She does a phenomenal job. And I was thinking about Jackie yesterday morning, and I was like, Jackie can't get tips anymore. And tips are probably a big part of her income. Oh, absolutely. So I industry. said to the guys, I said, we need to... Put some money in an envelope, get it down to Abner's with some flowers, with a note, what we appreciate about Jackie. You guys can do that. Do that for your waitress. A lot of you go to the same restaurants fairly regularly. You might have a favorite waitress or waiter. Do that. Let them know you're thinking about them. People love to know that what they've done is meaningful to someone else. And this is a great time to do that. But back to the nominations. Nominate somebody like that. Send us their name, and we'll put them in yeah. a hat, and then we'll send you the money. Or if you know their address, we'll send it directly to them. But we want lots of nominations. Let's get this rolling. Also, the other thing I'm doing on my Twitter is, I think I hashtagged it, 56DayThanks. We're, we're eight weeks here of precautions, at least seven days, 56 days. I'm going to list a different thing every day that I'm thankful for. Okay. What are you thankful for today? 
I'm thankful today for my friend Roy. Roy is a doctor, and Roy is an amazing servant. And in the faith portion of the podcast, I'll tell you more about okay. Roy and his day yesterday and why I'm thankful for him. Yeah. Well, I, I, I tr- we, we have a great trust in our listening audience, and I'm trustful and hopeful that the people that do nominate somebody or nominate yourself, it, it's not a scam or you're not being a fraud. Uh, that can, that, I mean, that would be just awful. You're a virus if you would uh, try to scam or fraud us on that. You're just sucking off the society and somebody's goodwill. So don't do that if you know anybody that's a cheat or a fraud like that. Interesting note, back to Tom Brady thing mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. Here's the beauty of this, okay? Yeah. That you would think that the NFL doesn't matter. Who cares? Why are you doing sports is business? The season ticket demands go up for the Tampa Bay of course. Buccaneers. Is that official? Is he signed with them or that's the rumor? It, he's signing with them. Okay. It's, it's, it's not the Chargers. It, no, it's not right. the Chargers. Okay. I, I think uh, either uh, Dalton or Jameis Winston will, will be out with the – the Chargers, and I think Andy Dalton might end up in New England. I think Andy Dalton would be a great fit in New England, to be honest with you. Hey, to Lori Goodson vote. She's watching us from Katy, Texas. I believe home of Roger Clemens. Uh, Lori, I asked uh, on Facebook Live, what are you doing this morning? She says uh, she is in Dublin, Ohio today, taking care of my mom as she battles cancer. Her mom and dad mm. are 82. Lori, you're All serving. Right. That's awesome. Good job, Lori. Way to go. All right, uh, Brown signings. Yes. Uh, Case Keenum, quarterback, Minnesota Vikings. Mr. Spielman was all over that a few uh, weeks ago. We thought uh, they needed to sign a backup who uh, would make Baker Mayfield slightly uncomfortable. I think that's a great move because we know Keenum can come in and play and win, which is the first criteria of a backup quarterback. He and Stefanski... They're but you know they yeah. work together well. Keenum got them to the first round of the playoffs, and then they had the well, no second round Minnesota miracle. Keenum threw yeah. that to Stephon Diggs, which by the way, gangster move by Rick Spielman trading <laughs> Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. You are not be in Minnesota you playing indoors. I will trade you to Buffalo. <laughs> nice, Rick. <laughs> well, he, he got a pretty good haul for it. Yes, uh, he I, did. I, I, I had think, to make that trade. I think I think it, it will work out for Stephon. Yeah. I mean, I I really think he's got a good quarterback there to play with, Josh Allen. Got a strong arm quarterback. Yeah, I'm that's not, accurate. I'm. St- I, I think Josh Allen's a great athlete, but I think Kirk Cousins is more effective. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Hopefully, Stefan is happy. Uh, the Vikings got. Uh, I think the Bills overpay. <laughs> Rick needs a wheelbarrow to haul the, all those draft picks back. They to over overpaid. Woo. But if you like a player, I don't mind a team. Like I don't mind the Bills overpaying you for like somebody him? that if go you, get him. If this guy's the missing link. The Bills had a couple extra picks, they so they're able to do that. But giving away their first, now Rick so, has two first-rounders. So I'm sitting there watching Rick get this haul for Stephon Diggs, and I'm thinking, are the Buffalo Bills, like, smacking themselves in the forehead that they didn't call Bill O'Brien in oh. Houston the day before? Get DeAndre when, Hopkins? What? Man, did the Cardinals steal him. Yeah, I, They didn't I, even give up a first-rounder for him. Yeah. I don't understand it, but hey, you know it's, it's Bill beauty, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But on Case Keenum, here's how why this is a benefit. All right, I've known Case, I've covered Case, mm-hmm. I've watched him as a starter, I've watched him as a backup. He is the exact same guy. He is mentality-wise Baker Mayfield without the inst- uh, instability. Yep. He's a stable 
Baker Mayfield. He walks around with a giant chip on his shoulder. He thinks he's the best thing going, but in a confident way, not a cocky way. He's a tough competitor. He's good. Every time he gets into the game, he does a great job of performing. Case Keenum is, the, uh, to me, the ultimate backup. He is my number one backup. I said this, I think, before, Bruce, to you and to others, that if I had to choose a backup quarterback and a guy that I wanted, it's Case Keenum because he's mm-hmm. tough, he's reliable, he's supportive, yet he has a killer instinct and he wants to start the job. Yes, He's a very unique property. I think when you bring a guy like Case Keenum in, he can only make Baker Mayfield better because I think Baker needs somebody to challenge him to actually, I'm changing my whole theory, take that chip and make it bigger on Baker Mayfield's mm, shoulder instead of making it smaller because I think he responds better when the odds are against him. And bringing in Case Keenum will only elevate Baker's performance, not uh, uh, shrink his performance, because I think Baker will rise to the occasion and Case will push him and support him at the same time. It is a great move by the Browns in my Humble opinion. And I happened to be during our lull in live sports watching NFL Network Football Life, which, by the way, if you haven't checked out the Football Life on Spiels, it's very well done. Uh, And they had the Doug Flutie Football Life on. I didn't realize how productive and yet disrespected he was in the NFL. And now I wanted to know, when I saw him have that magical year in Buffalo, 98, was that your year away? Yeah. That's the way you are. That now. was your yeah. year away. So yes. you were not there when he. Nope. Okay. Unfortunately. Because I can only imagine you in the locker room when they made the switch to Rob Johnson for the playoffs off the last regular season game when Johnson was in there as a mop up because Flutie was getting it done on the field. I don't know. Okay. Uh, at any rate. Don't bring that up. It's, I, I, I still have a hard time adjusting that I missed that whole year. Yeah. Um, I did the right thing. I you know did the right re- thing. I don't regret doing the right thing i'm glad i knew did the right thing but it doesn't mean it wasn't painful no. to do the right two thing. things can be true at once. yes saw, and that's the perfect example yeah. of that i saw yesterday two ohio state two guys who cover ohio state were getting in a twitter battle yesterday about whether coaching is more important or talent is more important because ohio state's had some good luck not good luck good fortune here on the recruiting trail it's a dead period ryan day is adding guys their commitments from the junior class Uh, for the recruiting class of 2021. Pretty impressive during a period where nobody can visit campus, nobody can go off campus. (laughs) And so, you know, they got got all these commitments, and I guess right now there are 15 commitments for the class of 2021. So guys who can't even sign until December. Early signing period. Early signing period or February at the latest – would already be like a top 20 recruiting class based on their average rank per player from this most recent recruiting class. So that's impressive, right? Because they got got eight more guys they're going to get. Okay, so then this sparks a debate among two guys on the Ohio State beat, both of whom I like, both of whom are really good, at, well, what's more important, coaching or talent? And Ari Wasserman of The Athletic is on the talent side. Ari's like enamored with recruits and loves recruits, and I think Ari covered recruiting starting out. And Ari's always been, you know, very big on the recruiting. And Dave Biddle of Bucknuts, who's been around a little bit longer than Ari, and Biddle Bids lived through the John Cooper era. He's like, no, it's coaching. Well, it's both. Yeah. It's both. Look at Larry Coker. 
Larry Coker had like the greatest talent of any coach ever. And for a while, one year, it was fine. One year and almost two. Yeah. But then eventually it showed up. Coaching is, is recruiting, and there's only one way to get talent. You can't get talent without the coaches. So the coaches, are, it's, it's not necessarily a chicken and egg thing. It's a chicken thing, and the coaching is a chicken thing, and yeah. the chicken comes first because they're the ones that are responsible to accrue the talent. Yeah, but, I mean, once you have the talent, nothing, you, can have, you can have great talent. How many times have we seen a team? Well, I'll give you a team. 2002 Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh. That was a great team in 2000 and in 2000 and in 2001, they didn't show like they were going to be a national championship team in 2002. Look at Bob Stoops won a national championship in his second year at Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tress won a national championship his second year at Ohio State. I think Urban won one his second year at Florida, I want to say. Maybe not. No, maybe not. But there have been a fair amount of coaches who have won a national championship in their second year. Okay. They didn't win with freshmen and sophomores. They took existing talent, yeah. added to it, and melded it all together. So it's talent. Both are important. Equally important. But it's coaching, too. Yeah. So stop with the dumb argument. Equally important. Yes. Come on, Ari. Bids, come on, babe. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell me about Austin Hooper. Browns okay. fans were really excited about getting Austin Hooper <laughs> because I guess he blocks. He blocks, but he's uh, great hands. Okay. Very smart. Competitor. Not a overly fast guy, but plays faster than his time speed. Uh, tremendous route runner. Okay. Just gets open. Okay. Uh, really good player. Really good player. Probably the top tight end, I would think, in this free agent market. And I think the Browns did well in, in getting him. And so I know that, uh, obviously, tight ends, if you look at Kevin Stefanski, I think the Vikings, because of... Uh, the, their offense in the tight end. I forget the kid's name, the rookie. Um, oh, shoot. Irv Smith Jr. Okay. Uh, played with Kyle Brady last year. Their two tight ends were on the field at least 52% or 53% of the plays. Now, Irv Smith was more of a slot receiver, H-back type of guy. But Austin Hooper is a very good player, very productive for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, well-respected by defensive coordinators around the league. So, Browns fans should be happy about that move. And Jack Conklin, offensive tackle out of Michigan State via Tennessee Titans, three-year deal, $30 million guaranteed. He's a right tackle. Pretty yeah. good money for a right tackle. Yeah, 30. I mean, yeah, look, he, a solid. I don't – nothing tremendous or great, uh, but he's solid. And I think when you look at the right tackle position for the Cleveland Browns, the one thing you want to have is at least – consistency mm -hmm. so they 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 grade guys right they grade them as backup borderline starter yep. starter all-star all pro whatever so i i think uh you, you look at uh conklin he's a starter he's not great he's not going to be an all pro but he's a starter that's meaning a starter is that you look at the guy and he's been consistent yeah and he survived in this league and he's pretty solid is he going to be dominant? Probably not. Is he going to be solid and trustworthy? And I think that's what you want on your offensive line. All right, you use some terms there. Solid, trustworthy, a starter, productive. You're describing Jack Conklin. Are you still at age 32 describing former Buckeye and now former Eagle Malcolm Jenkins? Different position, right? Mm -hmm. um, I did 
full toward the end of the year, three or four Eagle games. Okay. They released him yesterday, and in- Philly fans are upset about this. And Doug LaMaurice of Cleveland.com, who's a columnist and covers Ohio State, the Browns, and a bunch of other things, Doug is writing a column today that the Browns, Malcolm Jenkins is exactly what the Browns need because they had a lot of talented guys last year who were not invested in winning. Malcolm Jenkins has two Super Bowl rings. Malcolm Jenkins is a leader in the locker room. He's a leader on the field. They need a safety. He makes sense to the Browns, according to Doug Lamery. I think he makes sense short term, but I don't know if you read Malcolm's thank you or whatever to Philadelphia. Did not. It was tremendous. And Malcolm understands it's a business. 32 years old in the safety I, you know, this is where you kind of you're a gun for hire. I mean, that's what you are now, and that's what Malcolm will be. I and mean, Malcolm will be a productive player. He's very smart and coverage wise. He's not what he used to be, but nobody is at 32. But he's still very productive. He's tough. He's smart. He doesn't make mistakes. One thing about the guy is uh, he's going to play hurt. He missed a hundred snaps in six yeah, years. That's, in six he's years, he's reliable. And I think when you look at, at Malcolm, uh, what he's been able to do has been tremendous, and he's had a great career. He's on the downside. He's in the ninth inning of his career. Mm-hmm. And so it might not be a bad idea to bring him in for the Browns. But if you're Kevin Stefanski and you want to keep youth around, yeah. you want to keep salary in control, yeah. then maybe you know you go a different direction. I think it makes sense for the Browns, but it also makes sense for them if they don't bring them in. Remember, anytime this this goes for this time now in as an NFL, and I've talked about this with you as coaches, as general managers, the one thing you cannot do is make emotional decisions. Right. Doug is making him somewhat of an emotional argument. He is, because he likes Malcolm. Yeah. yeah, he's making an emotional argument, but there's other things to look at. It Will it slow the development of somebody that we have in our building already that we really like. Uh, how much will that hurt us on a cap yeah. if we want to take another two or three million and throw it to this guy, and then have a guy at minimum, uh, or take a risk on a guy that we draft or somebody that's on our practice squad, or somebody else that's a free agent that's cheaper that can be just as productive, maybe not more productive, but possibly has the ability to be just as productive. Well, uh, when you look at uh, Demarius Randall last year and being a knucklehead. And uh, when you look at uh, Morgan Burnett, who wasn't a knucklehead, but he got hurt and uh, didn't deliver on his contract, uh, I can understand why the Browns would uh, be hesitant on Malcolm because of his age, but I can understand with his track record and the fact that he's a no-nonsense guy and would come in there and hold people accountable, I can understand why they'd be attracted to him. That's a he decision. supposedly wants a bigger deal than he had in Philly, Yeah, which he's looking at Earl Thomas's contract. But Earl Thomas, 20 years, 20 months younger. So two years... The difference between a safety at 30 and a safety at 32, to me, seems like a pretty significant difference. It ain't going to happen. I mean, I think Malcolm will... And and look, I got to say, from my perspective, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I understood once I hit 30 that I wasn't going to be making the money that I was making Mm -hmm. if I was going to continue to play. And that's when it has to be a decision as a player, do I want to keep playing? And the money's so so good and how... Mm -hmm. That you know, okay, so I'm going to not make eight million this year. I'm I might make four million this year. That's a decision you'll have to make. But I I really don't think that Malcolm will get uh, Earl Thomas money. I don't think he's going to even get close to Earl Thomas money. And hopefully I'm wrong because as you know, I want all people to get yes. paid. All right, we are going to cut off the Facebook live broadcast now to keep uh, Facebook happy. We'll be back later. 
uh, on Facebook Live with the faith portion of the podcast. We're going to talk about Tom Brady. We're going to talk about uh, Ohio State basketball, big anniversary date yesterday. So uh, hopefully you'll want to hear that. Hopefully you'll subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, TuneIn, every podcast platform, Google Play. Uh, follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter is We Tackle. Everything else is Spielman and Hooley. Get your nominees in for people to win $100 on Friday and nominate someone who's in need because of COVID-19. As I go click off the Facebook Live Spiels, give me your thoughts on Tom Brady and are you surprised New England engaged from him, disengaged from him when they don't have anybody else and why do you think Andy Dalton would work with the New England Patriots? Well, I think Andy Dalton is is consistent. I think he's a pro and I think that Tom, uh, Bill Belichick, and Josh McDaniel trust in their system. Uh, their system has worked and it's proven. And you take a look at when Tom Brady was not available, were the Patriots still able to win with a guy like Jacoby Brissett? The answer was yes. With a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, the answer was yes. So I think the, the decision was we're going to have to let Tom go at some point in time. And this was the point in time as we enter into a 10-year CBA, as we enter into new television contracts. Mm -hmm. This is, seems like a time to separate. And I do believe New England believes in their system so much that they can plug what they deem as an average quarterback and still have that same success as evidence with Jacoby Brissett. Or even uh, the, uh, back in the day when I was playing... Uh, oh, uh, Matt Castle. Yeah, Matt Castle. Or, yeah, or, one, or one over ten games. There, uh, another one before that, even that that yeah, Matt Castle got paid. Yeah. So obviously they have a track record in history that says they can win with a guy that's an average quarterback. But they didn't really have a the, the beef on Brady last year is a you know poor Tom Brady. He didn't have a lot of talent around him. Does he have enough talent around well, him? Uh, I, I don't know more I, Gronk anymore. He's no, got I, Edelman. I, Edelman's getting old. Actually, I don't think he has enough talent right now, and I think it's that's why the Bills opportunities is funny. The mayor of Buffalo came on and said, no social gathering and celebration parties at Tom Brady has left New England. I don't know if you Ooh, saw that's that. That's funny. That's yeah. very good. It's, yeah, I it's love that good. kind of yeah, stuff in this time uh, time period. But I, I think if Tom recognized, maybe Tom said, look, I can't win here. I can go to Tampa. I know they have talent on the offensive side of the ball. And in well, Tampa, and I know they do. I Mike mean, Evans and they still have Deshaun Jackson? Uh no, well, he's he's been hurt, but the the guy Chris Godfrey is a kid that uh, uh, is really really good player. Jay Howard, tight end. Yeah, he, he not that great. He's on Bruce Arians' uh, list? list. Yeah, but they have good young receivers, good young running backs. Their defense was much improved last year. Their record wasn't very good, but that's because I don't know how many games Jameis lost. I mean, Jameis is the perfect oh, yeah. example of. Uh, He's good enough to keep both guys in the game, <laughs> both teams in it, and yeah. good enough to win it for both teams, good enough to lose it for both teams. So so I think if you bring Tom Brady in there, I think Tampa becomes uh, significantly better. And I think Tom saw that, you know, New England, you might have to, the dynasty might be over, and okay, fine, let's do a rebuild. I mean, teams actually do a rebuild. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is Brady – saying, I can't win here, I'm going somewhere else. I I think probably what it is is don't you think he wants a multi-year deal and Belichick doesn't want to give him a multi-year deal? I would assume that. And yeah. Would I, Tampa give him two in, years or one year? I'd probably give him two. No, do you know? Or? I don't know. No, I, I don't I, I think don't it's know. 30, it's a, I don't know. I that think it's, it's a one. Yet. I think it's a one-year, thirty million dollar deal. Philip Rivers got one year and twenty-five million dollar deal. 
if things are going well and he's playing well, maybe they re-up him in the middle of the season or whatever. Uh, we encourage you to review the podcast. That helps us know what you're thinking, what you like, what you'd like for us to do. Uh, you can review us on iTunes, and you'll find a tutorial uh, on uh, si.com backslash college backslash Ohio State when you look at my Ohio State stuff and the, and the recap of the podcast, which we put the podcast on the SI site every week uh, with video from the podcast. There's a tutorial on how to review us. Schleyboss says, listening and enjoying another Spielman and Hooley podcast. Great 100th show. Was that Monday or was that last Friday? Uh, he says, uh, peace. I think it was Friday. Uh, Cody says, great to see Bruce and Chris back together. Great work, gentlemen. Thank you for doing nice. the podcast. Yes, we appreciate uh, you listening to us. Uh, okay, before we get to, uh, well, let's get to Buckeye Hoops a little bit. Then we'll get to our emails and some of our nominations for the $100 prize. Did you know yesterday, Mr. Spielman? Was a special anniversary in the uh, yeah, annals of Buckeye basketball. I did. It was something uh, I actually remember watching this game. I, I believe Ron was it Ron Lewis or somebody hit a game-winning shot against Xavier or something like that. March seventeenth, uh, two thousand and seven, uh, Lexington's Rupp Arena. Xavier in front, sixty-one to fifty-nine. Nine point three seconds left in the game. Justin Cage at Xavier. Uh, yeah, they were up 61. No, they were up 61 to 62 to 59. 62 to 59. 9.3 seconds left. Justin Cage of Xavier at the line, shooting the second of two free throws with a chance to ice the game. That's what passed. Oh, look at that. I hit that's the wrong button. I hit the wrong button, Spiels. I had it all loaded up. I know. That's all right, man. That's really you're still new to this. I had it all set up. It was so <laughs> You're still new to this exciting radio. <laughs> and no, it wasn't Chris Spielman on the call. It was Dan Bonner and Gus Johnson. And we'll get to it momentarily. You, you I'm what? so disappointed. You're still new, new to this radio thing. No, I'm not new to this radio. I'm new to the engineering thing. That's very disappointing. Yeah, well, train one of your minions upstairs to come down here and be our producer. At 7.40 a.m., I don't think that's <laughs> you don't, happening. You don't have a Not unless there's some uh, monetary compensation. You don't, you don't have a shot of getting them down here? No. No, I don't. It's about uh, 8.15, 8.30 when everything starts to roll around here. All right, now we take you back to uh, Rock Arena in Lexington, March 17th, 2007. Xavier up three. Justin Cage at the line. With a chance to ice it, Gus Johnson and Dan Bonner on the call. Ohio State still has time. They've got the four best three-point shooters in the game. And he missed it. Got a hurry. Connolly, five to go. Lewis has been awesome. Let's it go. Big He ties it at 62. Two seconds to go. Lavender, three-quarter court. And we're going to overtime in Lexington. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. I, I, I mean, Gus was made. For, you got to admit, was made guy, for that. Gus is made for that, right? Yes, he was. That's a Gus moment. That it, is a Gus moment. It's really good. Mike Conley in overtime. 11 points. 11. And Ohio State wins the game. You know, if they hadn't won that game, I didn't realize how many times Thad lost to teams that were inferior-seeded teams. And if they had lost to Xavier, that would have been the biggest upset in Ohio State NCAA tournament history in terms of seeding. Xavier was a 9, Ohio State was a 1. But I wonder what happens. I think Conley probably comes back okay. for his sophomore year. <laughs> I'm not sure Odin is the number 1 overall pick because he played so well in San Antonio in the regional 
and he just destroyed three longtime pros, Joe Kim, Noah, Al Horford, and Maurice Spates in the national championship game. Ohio State didn't win, but Odin was dominant in that game. Maybe the Portland Trailblazers picked Kevin Durant number one overall instead of Odin because yeah. the jury would have been out on Odin's hand. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I remember about that, the biggest upset, and this is one of the most underrated climbs in sports in the history of Ohio State. Mike Conley, who would have told you in July of that year, who would have told you that Mike Conley was going to be a lottery pick by the end of the year? Not one person. Fourth overall pick. Not one person on the face of the earth. This is weird. Do you remember that? Yes. I. You were almost disappointed he played so well because we had to lose him. This was, I was quitting at the plane dealer to go to the fan full time right when Odin and Conley signed with Ohio State. And I was sitting, I I don't know why I remember this, of all the things I've covered at Ohio State, I was sitting in a parking lot on South Campus when I got the call that they were signing. And so I called Bob Gibbons, who people who follow basketball recruiting will know, he was the guru of all, he's like Tom Lemming of uh, basketball recruiting at that time. And I said, you know, how big is this for Ohio State? Well, Odin was everything in america everybody knew odin he goes i'm gonna tell you something he goes greg odin's a great get he's a one and done he said the big deal here is you got mike conley yeah because you got mike conley for at least three years (laughs) not so much not so fast my friend he blew up in the regionals he was regional mvp and then if terrible ted valentine hadn't given him two ticky tack fouls early in the first half against florida and put him on a bench High State might have won. I just remember telling you this on our show because we yeah. were that's is that the first year that we started was working? One of the first together? years, yeah. Right there. And I, I just remember saying that, you know, when Mike uh Conley has the ball, I'm relaxed. Boy, is he good. I mean, I was just relaxed. Like I knew everything was in control. And by the way, what seven, a luxury for a coach to have. By the way, thirteen years later, still getting paid. Good for him. In the National Basketball Association. Good when he's him. not out hitting uh, golf balls at the golf club. In Dublin, and uh, not not the golf club of Dublin, the golf club, oh, over on the east side. No, he's not. He's not playing the golf. He's club not coming with you, buddy. He's playing the golf club. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see Mike Conley. I've been there twice. I've seen Mike Conley and Michael Red there both times. When's he? Which, uh... Good for you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember me? I used to cover you, chase you around, and annoy uh, you, know you with questions. You know what's cool? Michael. Every time Michael he sees Red's me, a good dude. Man. Hugs me every time he sees he's me. A great Michael's dude. such a great guy. He could high hat me. That's no, not Michael Red. He's class act all the way. He is. He is. Most guys are. Uh, okay. Uh, Chris Holtman says he'd like an NCAA tournament do over. He wishes yeah. that they could uh, come back and do it in the summertime. Uh, not going to happen because some guys will have to get ready for the draft and all that. Uh, I feel bad for the guys that they. Didn't get a chance to play. We'll stand by and see if Andre Wesson gets a senior year. I think Andre would take it if oh, he yeah. got a senior year. Absolutely. Um, so that's about it on the basketball front. So let's go to our emails. And, again, email the show, SpielmanHooleyPodcast.gmail.com, and nominate someone for the $100 Friday giveaway. We'll do it each of the next five Fridays. The four names we draw, each person will win $100. Uh, This is from Dan. Oh, no, we read Dan's the other day. Dan's nominating his girlfriend. Yeah. She works at the Woodhouse Cafe. Um, Her dog is ill, and so Dan is nominating her. So we appreciate that. 
Good job, Dan. Let me mark your email as unread so I can make sure I get her in the drawing. This is from Charles. Charles says, I'm a pastor. My church takes very good care of me, but I would love to be able to give some of the less fortunate in our church who are going to be struggling with the COVID-19 crisis. I think of a single mom who has five kids at home, and she works 50-plus hours to support Mm. them. So he's in the drawing, and then he will pass that along to someone else. Uh, Here is uh, one from Cameron. I'm throwing my name in the hat for your $100 drawing. I'm a contractor for Lowe's who can no longer go into stores and get product or or in or get product into customers' houses. My wife works at Children's Hospital, so the only option for our three boys is me stay home in the foreseeable future. I love what you're doing with this podcast and this drawing. Uh, if I'm being honest, this is a hardship for my family, but I think we've planned well enough to be okay. I understand Good. completely find another person. No, we're going to put you in, Cameron. Uh, $100 would bring some joy to my boys. They love to eat out and help support others who also have businesses that are being impacted. So Cam is in the drawing. And we're not going to read them all because um, we just don't have time. But we appreciate everybody emailing, and we want more emails. So we'd like to have, uh, you know, we'd like to have a full bucket of entries. Yeah. And uh, we'll do this. But we want to make sure that people who need it get it. So yep. nominate someone. The other thing is uh, last night I was driving around Easton because we're heading out to the airport. Mm-hmm. Ghost town, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's good, the way smart. it's supposed to be. But I, I think... I go through Burger King because I have not had the Impossible Whopper. Whopper used to be my favorite fast food. All right, good. A review. So I had the Impossible Whopper, which is vegan. It's a vegan burger. Yeah, it's vegan whatever. Vegan yeah. beef. Vegan vegan right. meat. I think whatever. the calorie counts the same because of the may- mayonnaise and Probably. bun and cheese, but it, it was it, it was tremendous. I mean, it it just brought me back because that's my favorite, right? The, the vegan. The, the vegan. No, was, the Whopper. Yeah, oh, it was really whopper. good. It was okay. tremendous. I couldn't. Like, if you would have put it before me, I wouldn't have known any different. So I'm there at the Burger King guy and at the drive-thru. And the first thing I do, and look, this is just, I'm just being honest with you, right? The first thing I do is I look in there, I pull up to the window, order the, my wife gets a Whopper with no bun. She gets to meet one. I am dying to try the Impossible Whopper. Delicious, both of them. (laughs) Maybe it could have been four. Or five, no problem. I'm telling you, I went on this fast food binge last night, but I thought, oh my gosh, it's an impossible Whopper. It's vegan, plant-based. The calories can't be nearly as high. I find out it's only 30 calories less than a regular Whopper. But anyway, delicious. Uh, I want to go back uh, every day. So I go to the Burger King guy. I said, how's it been? You know, is it slow here, business? He said, this is at Easton Burger King. And he goes, no, man, we've been out so busy and really you know, good. people are getting takeout at from burger king now other restaurants around easton because i tried to go to a couple other places mm-hmm. uh weren't weren't open you know i think pf chang's was open for carry out there but i couldn't i went to a couple other places and they were shut down or not offering a carry out service but i i was very pleased in a sense that and i'm sad but i see that people are complying with the governor's directives that Easton was basically a ghost town. I mean, there was a cop car there and there was a couple cars driving around. You know there, Bruce, I don't know if you've been out to Easton that it's just all wall to wall people. It's wall to wall people and traffic, right? They just all traffic everywhere. And it was a ghost town. And so I, uh, I'm happy to see that, uh, people are taking this seriously I think, and we're taking it more seriously than we did last week as we get more information. 
I think people are heeding the advice of uh, doctors and scientists and medical professionals and our leaders. And so that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. All right. Uh, we are back on Facebook Live okay. with the Faith portion of the podcast. We want to remind you to patronize our sponsor, uh, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. They import coffee directly from the grower in Nicaragua and Thailand. They buy from the grower so that the grower gets more money, and then the grower hopefully will do good things with that money in Nicaragua, the person who they contract with has planted 21 churches. In yeah. Thailand, the wow. person employs 70 women in a remote village of Thailand. Otherwise, those women's really only economic option would be to uh, be enslaved in the uh, sex trafficking trade. So uh, we love Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Spiels loves their coffee. You'll love it, too. They have K-Cups. They have it. Uh, I don't know what it's. What? How else do you have it? It's like the, the fine you know, coffee you put in the filter and all that. I don't know what you call it because I'm not a coffee guy. But uh, there's the website, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Use the promo code in all caps, in all caps, in all caps. We tackle life. You'll get 15% off. You know what I'm hooked on from there? Their chocolate, their coffee chocolate. They gave me a couple dark chocolate coffee bars. Wow. I take a little. They're doing candy bars, too? Yeah, I take a little chunk every morning, and I put it in my mouth, and I let it dissolve, and it's tremendous. And dark chocolate is healthy for you. So, um, yeah, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. Facebook, Twitter at We Tackle. Email the show. Get your nominations in for the one hundred dollar giveaway to four people on Friday. Nominate someone who needs that in response to the COVID nineteen outbreak. Now, you uh, earlier in the show, I mentioned that I'm doing uh, hashtag fifty six day thanks. Yep. While we're in the fifty six days, uh, at least probably longer, but fifty six days of cutbacks and. Uh, reordering our lives because of uh, we're trying to be good to the people who are at highest risk. You and I are not at highest risk, but there are people who are, and we want to make sure we don't infect someone's grandpa, grandma, and put them at risk. So I'm thankful today for my friend Roy. Roy is a doctor. He's with Ohio Health. He's, He's slammed every day, and yet every night Roy sends a long, detailed text with what I believe is the latest inside information on COVID-19 that he is privy to as a critical care doc. And I just think it's so awesome that he takes the time to keep all of his uh, friends from our Sunday school class at Northwest Chapel apprised so that we can spread that knowledge and truth to our families to hopefully calm any anxiety that's there. Roy has had a beard for 20 years. He shaved it yesterday because virus. the mask that they are outfitted right. with does not fit correctly if you have facial hair. So he made that sacrifice. He told me yesterday he went to an um, industrial equipment company, Granger, to buy face masks for everyone in his Practice. staff, his yeah. nurses and all that, out of his own pocket. He told the person at the Granger desk, why he wanted the face masks. And the person at Granger gave him 50% off. Oh, that's great. So so shout out great to you, nice. Granger. Great job. Um, so I'm very thankful. And Roy has told me, Roy has young kids, uh, very loving wife, great family. He is uh, preparing to stay in his office and at the hospital for the duration of like this there? matter because he does not want to 
bring the virus home because he's going to be exposed to sure. it on a daily basis. That's, that's a sacrifice. That is a huge <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> because he is a great dad. I, I love watching him interact with his kids. Um, and so he's he's this is indicative of many, 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 many healthcare sure. professionals. And I thought today as I um, start every morning, I read a chapter in Proverbs corresponding to the day of the month. So on the 17th, I'll read Proverbs 17. On the 18th, I'll read Proverbs 18. So sure. yesterday I was reading Proverbs 17. The whole chapter? Yeah. Okay. Just one chapter, yeah. And there's always a verse That's a good idea. on that particular day that strikes me, at least one, many times more than one. So I started this last February. So now I'm going through Proverbs for the 13th, 14th time. <laughs> wow. And as you can see, I got a lot of different verses marked. So my one of my favorite verses. It just means verses, you need a lot of wisdom. Yes, it does. You're lacking a lot of wisdom, so, so you're yes, getting it. Yesterday, as every time I read this verse, every single time, so on the 17th of every month when I read this verse, I think of many of the of of uh, the men that I know who are godly men, and I name them all, and you're one of them. And this verse is rings true with me because of. Uh, those men and their impact on my life. And the verse reads, it's easy to remember, Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Now, I have two brothers, and they are born for adversity. But you are my brother. Roy right. is my brother. Doug, Dave, Tony, on and on and on and on are my brothers. Because when you share Jesus as your Savior— you have many brothers and many sisters, right. and um, so uh, those that that just struck me um, yesterday as I was uh, reading through that, and then today Proverbs eighteen, the final verse in Proverbs eighteen: A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And my prayer for all of you is that you have a friend who sticks closer than a brother at this time. I'm blessed to have that. Thank and, you for uh, sharing it. That's, that's great. My, that's, that's my awesome, contribution man. to the faith uh, portion of the broadcast today. <coughs> Excuse me. Social distancing. There you go. There you go. Excellent. We have, I did that for Facebook Good entertainment job. purposes only. Good job, yes. <laughs> Chick Harley. We'll still yes. sanitize Chick Harley back there. Uh, here we go. So we talk about what we can do and let go, let God, lean on God, love God during this time, trust God. So, okay, that's easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, now, how, some, how about some instruction, Chris? What do you mean by that? What does that mean? Uh, let's start with this. Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4, given to the needy. So define needy as people that we've been talking about this whole week and this past two weeks of, People that may need help. So here's the direction from God, not from me, from God. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. In other words, give to the needy out of your heart. What are your intentions? If your intentions are to be seen and say, oh, I'm a great guy, I'm giving to the needy, or your intentions really to help somebody, that's what that means. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets. We do here because we're trying to get people interested yep. to get. So our intention is not announcing it with trumpets. It's to find out people that need our help. 
Uh, as people, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues on the streets to be honored by others, truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not know what your left hand nor what your right hand is doing, so that um, your giving may be in secret, then your Father who sees the, what, what is done in secret will reward you. So it's been my belief when I read that verse, because I do think when you have a, a platform like Bruce and Chris have, you kind of... Un- let people know what your mission is, what your goal is, what we're trying to do, and like what uh, Hemisphere Coffee is trying to do in building churches. Mm-hmm. We have to let people know and be aware. And so our intention is to build. Our intention is to build and help and lift others. We're not building or helping or lifting ourselves. So that's how I take that verse. So when it talks about don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing when you're giving to the needy, uh, to me, that's what's in your heart. What's in a man's heart? Are you giving to the needy to be noticed, or are you giving the needy to make a true difference? So, uh, think about that and, and prosper that. But right there's your direction on. Okay, how do I trust God in this time? We'll give to the needy. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one. Stay with me. Matthew six twenty five. This is the biggest one, and we all should worry this. Uh, do read this every day, especially if you're a person that is has anxiety or is anxious. I talked to three very close people to me uh, yesterday on the phone uh, and maybe not as uh, uh, trusting that God's got this as I am Mm -hmm. right now and just anxious and understandably so and reason to be anxious and reason to worry. I get anxious and worry. You know that this is something that I've struggled with my whole entire life. At this point, at 54 years old, it's probably the most peace that I've had as a human being and able to deal with the anxiousness and the worry. But let's talk about it. It says, do this. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you eat or what you drink, or about your body or what you will wear. It is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. Do they not sow or reap or store away in barns? And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can you, any one of you, by worrying, can you add a single hour to your life? No. No. You can't. Cannot. We can't do that. Now, that doesn't mean don't be irresponsible. Be responsible all that, but you, you can't go around thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm dying today. You don't know. You can't add. You can't subtract. You don't have that option or that choice. And by the same token, you can't just cruise either. No, and I don't, no. And I don't, and I don't use this as an example of someone who was cruising. I use this solely as an example of someone who you would think has their entire life ahead of them and does not have to have everything in order. Right. The indications are that he did have everything in order, but I, I've used this example. Do you think Kobe Bryant thought everything was fine in his life yeah. and that his life was going to continue on that Sunday sure. morning when he got on the helicopter? So the Bible says none of us know the day or yeah. the hour. Good. And uh, cruise down, if you want to mark this down, Matthew six thirty three and 34, Bruce. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. Peace. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So in other words, live today. I don't know if tomorrow's coming. I don't know if I'm going to die tomorrow. I have no idea. Nor, nor does anybody. Yep. And... Fortunately for me, 
And unfortunately for me, both. Two truths at one time, as we talk about. Mm -hmm. Our family, I did especially, kind of learn how to deal with this. And those people that are in the cancer world understand this, that you really do just learn how to live one day at a time. It's a cliche, but you really do live one day at a time. And I'm better at if I get anxious at home or I get frustrated or upset or whatever, I'm able to check myself a little bit better than I have in the past. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm saying, and I'm talking about not perfect. Why getting there? I am. Why bring self-induced stress? Why bring anything that doesn't need to really happen? And and it's able to do that. And by enable to do that, I mean that today is a good day. Tomorrow looks pretty good. After Mm -hmm. that, nobody knows. So do not worry about today. Do your best. It's going to have trouble. Every day has trouble. It's also going to have joy and blessings and laughter. Just live today. Yeah, that's right. And then we'll take care of tomorrow if tomorrow comes. If, if tomorrow comes. That's right. I'm assuming it's going to. So there you go. Uh, outstanding. And that theme is uh, resonates throughout uh, the book. Uh, tells the story of you and Steph's impact on people. That's why I'm here to christen Stephanie Spielman's story. Um, I wondered if you were going to add that because that's something you and I talked about a lot when oh, we were yeah. in the book was today looks, uh, you know, today's a good day. Yeah. Tomorrow looks good. After that, we're not sure. Can I uh, share one more thing mm-hmm. or no, or do I, I don't have time. No, you got time. So um, for the Catholics listening and anybody, to be honest with you, but there's a patron saint for everything. Did you know that, Bruce? Like I, uh, I, I thought so, yeah. Yeah, I, and, and so it's just interesting there's actually a patron saint of uh, pandemics really? and outbreaks. Yes, I was surprised to hear this. A guy, a guy named Saint Rocco, and I want to put. I'm trying to pull it up, but it's not coming up. But actually, um, it's it's interesting, and you know, people think you don't. Yes, in Catholicism, you don't ask, you don't pray to saints. You ask saints to pray to God or Jesus for you. For you, so it'd be like I, for example, the biggest example would be I asked Stephanie to pray for her kids all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, I, that's the kind of how thing I look at it. But anyway, I'll, I'll have that Friday. Okay, because it's not working on my thing right all now. All right, outstanding. Saint Rocco, look him up if you're if you're interested or if you're Catholic, look him up. He's the patron saint of pandemics and plagues and all the all that stuff. And so. by the way, we've had people ask on our Patreon page. That's the other place you can get a hold of us is on Patreon, uh, which is a site to, you know, add financial support to the podcast, but we do it so that people can add financial support to the to the amount of money we're going to give away uh, if we get people who want to contribute to the fund that we're going to give away to other people. And I had someone ask me yesterday, is there, way, is there a way to make a one—I guess Patreon is a monthly donation site, which I didn't know that. I'm learning all this stuff. If anybody out there—I don't know that I want to get entangled in the whole uh, GoFundMe page thing, mm. but if that's a way to have— I don't know. If anybody has expertise in GoFundMe and they want to email SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com— Attention, and, Bruce Hooley, yeah, CEO. Yeah, well, you don't even know the password for that, so <laughs> it's not like you'd accidentally so see it. So it's not going to fall apart if I don't see it? Or? No, it's okay. not fall apart. Right. I'm not saying we'll do that, but I'm saying that I'll consider doing it if it seems painless. I just, you guys know our hearts. Our hearts yeah. are we're going to give away every dollar. I, I don't want to be accused of keeping any, and I don't necessarily want to have to give any a I don't want to. I'm not looking to add accounting procedures to my day or to my wife's day, given that she's tied up with doing taxes right now. Yeah. So you know, if it's Is simple she, and yeah, pretty transparent, yeah, we'll do it. But if not, 
Are we going to get an extension? She anticipated an extension on income taxes. What's her accountant gut feeling? I haven't asked her that question. Okay. I'm just trying to get through as you just, just counseled today, us dude. one day right. time. Yeah. Just doing today, man. Just doing today. Right. Thanks, cool. everybody, for joining us today. We'll be back Friday. Get those nominations in because Friday we'll be giving away $100 to four people here on the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Thank you.